0: Welcome to the Sea Hags podcast. My name is Chris Jeppa, and I'm Katie Norgren. And with us
1: today is a uh, very handsome gentleman from the uh, world of comedy in Vancouver, Mr.
0: Steve Venegas. Hello. Hello. We are recording live, as per usual, from our sea shanty shack down by the sea, <laughs> uh, which I guess "sea shanty" it kind of is in the name. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, that it's by the sea. By the sea. It's mm-hmm. by the sea. And uh, you know, down by the industrial area of the Bluffs in East Vancouver. Um, lots of lots of boats, mm-hmm. lots of air horns. We got them. No chemical fires this week, so we're doing okay. I could have the Fresh windows air, open. There was a big chemical fire. I remember that. And uh, we had to seal up all the windows, and it was pretty. Uh... Did we lose Todd the intern? No, he's still kicking around, scrabbling around. Just scrabbling around. Yeah. he's a crab.
2: That Todd, the intern, is a crab. He's a
1: crab. He's not a very useful intern, intern, unfortunately. Yeah, I
0: know. We had to get Steve all the fizzy water and stuff. And yeah. just sorry. He's got, got no thumbs, useless. so yeah, he's pretty useless.
2: I imagine having a crab as an intern can lead to somebody with crab-like attitudes. In fact, I bet you could say he's cantankerous. <laughs> God damn it!
1: <laughs> well, Steve, Steve is ex- Steve and his wonderful wife are expecting a baby soon, and he's getting a real jump on the dad jokes <laughs> at this they're, point. They're
2: jokes. From a dad, not necessarily dad jokes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Don't I mean, want to be pigeonholed. Like <laughs> one of the a comic buddy of mine, Matty Vu, he was like saying, like, "Oh yeah, yeah," he was talking about a venue in New West. Like you should play there. Your dad jokes would do really good. Laugh lines. Yeah. Oh. He said you should play there. Your your dad jokes would do really well because uh, most of my set is about expecting a kid, about uh, becoming a dad. And then he said, "Hey, there are jokes about being a dad. They're not dad jokes."
0: Mm-hmm, that's a very critical distinction. <laughs>
2: Get it right, Maddie Boo.
0: Well,
1: I'm pretty sure the cantankerous thing was a dad joke, though. That wasn't a joke about being I, a dad. That's the joke it a dad been, tells. It would have been a dad
2: joke if I said you could say he's crabby. But I think because <laughs> I turned it, because I turned oh, it. to Oh, that's why you're a professional. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's, that was the build and the turn.
1: It was a,
0: it was a real out of left field. Loved right. it. Good stuff. Would you say it was like A to C? Is that a thing? Is that that something? Look, maybe right.
3: You know. <laughs>
0: I've heard that reference Well I'm not before. a professional
1: comic yet So I don't know what the tips yeah. and the, the terms are so. I
0: did uh, refer to you as a local stand-up comic At did the you? show that I played yesterday It's not
1: entirely untrue
0: You do that thing I do
1: that thing But you didn't call me a professional So thank god I've I never sure been did paid a $1. dollar for it yeah.
2: so. I have not been paid yet but I did win money once.
1: Oh, where did you do it? Where did you win?
2: I was at uh, 7 Dining Lounge. They have the one hitter quitter. What one quitter? That's I'm right. si- I've signed I up for this, the next one. It was the, the second one is when I went out. Oh, nice. And you won and 100 big dollars. Did you get a trophy? I did. I got a trophy. It was a little porcelain boot.
1: <laughs> nice. They have a new one every time?
2: They do. They get them they... at the thrift store and then Steven Peever paints them paints them himself
1: oh that's very sweet sweet. very arts and crafts he's sort of the only other local comic that i could say that we might i might lose a hair off to for who's got the coolest hair Mm. he had pink hair does he still have pink hair
2: i think it might be like a green mohawk now
1: Mm. it's
2: hard Mm. to keep it's hard to keep up
1: i I stay on brand i keep it the same kind of ridiculous red all the time because you know better red than dead
2: it's a good color (laughs) I'm
0: it a is, fan. It's it's fading into like it's got some orange and yellowy kind of streaks in there, and I was like, oh, you look like a fireball today. It's Thank pretty you, good. real flame princess. Yeah, it's all good. I like it. Awesome. How was your week, Katie?
1: Oh gosh, how was my week? It was. Oh, I was in tears for quite a bit of it. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Uh, oh yeah, sleeping. Yeah, I have terrible insomnia, as I've mentioned pretty much every single episode. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, thank you. It's so you you got all this extra time to do stuff.
1: Yeah, just to be awake <laughs> to and <cry>. to worry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at night it's like, whoa, I'm gonna die one day. <laughs> And so is everyone I love Yeah, I mean, that's, let's think about that truth. really hard at 3 o'clock in the morning yeah, And great. just go over it a bunch of times It feels
2: amazing Like once you just, you know, su- just succumb and give up to nihilism yeah. It's like, you know, the void is going to just uh, swallow us all so, uh, Is that get, how you sleep at night? Let's get Pop-Tarts <laughs> Uh, kinda You <We> sleep sandwiched <laughs> between two
1: pug faces just breathing super hard
2: They don't touch me they, they're, oh. they're like piled up on Lauren and then I lie, like, straight on my back the whole time. I sleep like a vampire because I just don't move. I've got <laughs> one of those ergonomic pillows that just locks my head in.
1: <laughs> so you're basically, like, in cryo sleep at night. Essentially, much. yeah.
0: You are going to have a baby and you have
1: pugs.
2: That's right. My are pugs you are going to so oh, fat. can I
1: just bring up the most amazing photograph I've ever seen? Yeah. Which was, uh, Steve shared to social media a couple weeks ago. It's they're testing out their baby Bjorn, their slings and things, and they put Winston, their... Is he your oldest?
2: He's the older pug of the two. He's six the big months boy. Older.
1: Oh bless! And uh, <laughs> and he just looked completely chill, just totally fine with being in a baby sling.
0: When I was visiting my mom, she lives on the Sunshine Coast. She has this little one-eyed dog named Rizzy, who's super cute. A little pirate dog. She is a little pirate, totally dog. pirate dog. They they want to dress her up. She wears a bandana. It's like, <laughs> Really cute. <laughs> and uh, so. She took the dog out, but the dog doesn't really like going for walks. The dog just likes to cuddle, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Great. Awesome. But, you know, dogs should go outside. And so we were going on this lovely walk on a nice day, and then my mom was like, oh, the dog is, like, just being slow. But I still want to take the dog on a walk. And she picks it up and zipped it into her sweater and just, like, carried the dog around. I'm like, nice walk for the dog. It was very
1: cute. That's adorable. Yeah. I want your mom to pick pick me up and carry
0: me around all day. She she's would the most if she nurturing could. person. If she, she's so much smaller than I, I don't. know. If she had the physical strength to do that, maybe I'll just sit it. in her lap and have a snuggle. Sometimes. She would. She would just like pet your hair and tell Ugh. you that you're the good.
2: You just want like a Hodor to carry you around. Basically, I would love to
0: be
1: carried around by a Hodor. I'm more likely to be the Hodor though, in general. Like. I got a lot of core
0: strength. I would totally be the brand to your photo. Oh, hey, thanks. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll just ride around on your back all day. Just keep it Deal regular. for me. I'll just be like, uh, Katie.
2: Baby Bjorn Nordrin, USA. Nordrin. Uh, Baby Bjorn USA's Instagram account. They uh, contacted me about that photo. They said, "Love the photo. Can we use it?" I'm like, "Sure." They still haven't yet. I'm waiting for it
1: That's awesome I thought
0: that it was gonna be like Baby Bjorn headquarters Contacted us And said like That that is
2: an unauthorized use
1: Of the baby Bjorn Yeah that's
0: unsafe We don't wanna promote It's not licensed for dog wearing Is (laughs) it bad for dog hips Or something
2: Mr. Sven Bjorn himself
1: Sven Bjorn Oh he's a cousin of mine Of course Called me up Very Swedish We're all related (laughs) Sven Bjorn What's a Swedish name? Bjorn Nordgren Nordgren Oh god yeah
2: Extremely so I guess so Nord North Yeah. Yeah If it ends that, in Grin, generally. I learned generally. that from uh, Skyrim. Yeah. yeah.
1: And also just earlier today when I told you what my name meant as well, you entered the but
2: facility. Initially, ignored? like uh, the northern people in Skyrim. Oh, they're, yeah. They're the
0: Nords. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. It's fucking Skyrim. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I would get <laughs> so fucking addicted to that game. Oh, yeah. They're Is great. It, it's very immersive and very like sandbox, right? You just so get has a
1: Sims and Civ problem. I do.
0: It's, I go on, like, tears, basically, with The Sims, or I'll play for, like, three days straight, 12 hours at a time, and, like, not get up to eat or anything, and it's a problem. You just Which, pee yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Usually I'm just not drinking fluids, I'm just <laughs> playing the game. Like just
1: it's... slowly dehydrating all day until you become a raisin. Mm-hmm. Just mummifying yourself.
2: One more turn.
1: Yeah, it's not good. We, we find you 3,000 years from on now. Get a really interesting, like, uh, anthropologist perspective on Well, we believe that she was uh, a priestess
0: And she was trying to find spiritual enlightenment By just sitting in the same spot for three days Like, in a very (laughs) tranquil space It's like, no, I was just, like, weeding the garden And doing the dishes in my little simulated game Whereas my real house turned into, like, a (laughs) shithole
2: That's happening to me right now in uh, Fallout 4. Mm. I finished everything I can do in the game, essentially, and so now I'm just, like, building up settlements, and I'm like, all right, I'll put some pa- paintings on the wall here, because the people who live here will probably like some paintings. And Lauren's like, You're getting is... into aesthetics yeah. with
1: survivalist
2: games? Yeah, Lauren's like, this is adorable. It's like a dollhouse. I was like, hey, hey, dollhouses don't have missile turrets defending them from roving zombies? But what if they did? They would be so fun. It'd be an awesome dollhouse.
1: <laughs> it would be a great dollhouse. Gotta get that for your little one. Totally, uh-huh. almost certainly. Chris, how's your week been?
0: Uh, my week is good. I realized that I like um, had a whole bunch of notes downstairs, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> who cares? I uh, I've been running real hot this week, just uh, incredibly creatively inspired and playing a lot, and also fending off crazy allergies. So the combination of my allergy medication and then all the fun that I've been having, making art and singing songs with friends, have had me like running real hot. So I was just like journaling furiously last Doing night. Art and speedballs. Basically, <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of tired today. Yeah. It was up till four a.m. Oh God, yeah. Whoa. Why don't luck. you tell tell us about some of the cool stuff you did? It was really awesome. Um, if you can remember any of it. Oh, see, this is why I had all the notes so I can finally talk about the job that I've been alluding to. So I'm going to be working in provincial politics in Vancouver. So getting all of that set up, I got to like buy furniture for the office and like pick out paint and find pictures. So I was like decorating my Fallout shelter as well. <laughs> Um, did, these, did you say that they measured the counter for your height? Yes Aww. That's so Yeah, great. they're building a little thing and the contractor like put a tape measure up to me And was like, because We don't want me to just be like peeking over the counter <laughs> Hello <laughs> I'm Like
2: who's, who's there? Who's yeah. there? What is this? It's
0: supposed to be for like safety so I should be able to use it yeah, functionally
1: You don't want to have to like get up on a step stool and be like uh, one of the uh, kids in the Emerald City or whatever I Like who wants to see thee? <laughs>
2: like Bob Cratchit in The Christmas Carol, how he had that giant chair to sit at his giant desk.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen anything other than Muppet Christmas Carol in ever, I think. I just watch that every single year. I
0: guess yeah. Kermit has to do the same thing, hey? He's, yeah, a, he's a small creature. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Christmas Carol. You haven't seen Muppet Christmas Carol? I don't think so. Michael
2: <gasps> Michael Caine plays Ebenezer Scrooge.
0: In The Muppets? Yeah, yeah. he's like,
2: are you telling me? That my life would have been different. Spirits, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the first spirits that visit him are Sadler and Waldorf, and they're oh. Mar- Jacob Marley and Jacob Marley, I guess. Marley, and Marley. yeah, Marley
2: and Marley, like they're, br- they're br- <laughs> the brothers Marley. We're Marley and Marley. My
1: Traverous wife and I used and
2: greed <laughs> when uh, Taylor Lautner was dating Taylor Swift. Oh. Lauren and I used to sing Taylor and Taylor all the time. <laughs> oh, my whenever God. Whenever we'd see them, like, on a paper or something.
1: It really does seem <laughs> like you guys have so much fun together.
2: It's a nonstop bucket of laughs.
1: <laughs> Life goals, wife goals, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I like yeah, it. The Venegas family is about to grow, and I'm excited to see mm-hmm. how cool your kid will be. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you will take photos of it riding one of the pugs. Oh <laughs> Well, what, I, what I was going to say
0: about the pugs and the babies, like, this is an internet phenomenon already, babies and pugs. That's right. Playing and frolicking, so we dominate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're so
3: ready
2: to grow your brand. I'm going to hijack that. <laughs> like, you know what? People have seen Babies and Pugs before, but have people seen Babies and Pugs reenact the play uh, Hamilton? No, they haven't. I'm <laughs> oh, gonna, no, you just said yeah, the magic word. I'm going to blow Shit. it up. Shit. You're gonna blow up the internet. Oh, this is doing man. that. This
1: I'm, has been our most unequal conversation, me and Chris, over the last week or so, because she's obsessed with yeah. Hamilton, and I can't get past the
0: fourth song. Yeah. Um, I first. really, I really would. Uh, I'm ready to wait for it well, for you know. that video. Well, raise
2: a glass to the four of us. Uh-huh. Soon there will be more of uh-huh. us. Sucks.
1: <laughs> 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 I feel so left out. <laughs> it's so good.
0: All right. Fine. I'll get into it. I'll force um, myself.
2: You see, because it's an immigrant story. <laughs> And it, and it brings it to the modern day using contemporary music.
0: Right. And it's like America then, told <laughs> by America now. <laughs> okay, I love
1: Lin-Manuel Miranda very much, but I just like, yeah, I have to get into it. I haven't given myself the time.
2: We're very proud of him. Latinos yes. in general. Steve. Latin excellence.
0: Yeah. Yes. I mean, Venegas. He's fucking Go awesome. He's really good. Big fan. Big fan
2: I follow Juno Diaz on uh, it, on Facebook and he's always posting like really great articles but then he just also fanboys out. For manuel everything he does He's like, check this out I'm like, yeah, Juno Diaz
1: <laughs> Everything I hear about Lin-Manuel Is that he listens to, like, so many comedy podcasts And I'm like, how does he Has he figured out how to, like, dilate time So that he can, like, make all of this stuff And
2: still consume all of this and other stuff And perform and play
0: every night, basically And
2: Maybe his insomnia And then he just listens to podcasts oh, Instead that's... of having existential dread
3: <laughs> Does that mean that one day I could
1: be as excellent as No, that's not gonna happen Hey, happen. never say
0: never, Katie You're working on it I'm trying so hard. You're you are you are getting your hustle. It'll mm-hmm. happen. A little hustle. Just
2: do the best that you can for as long as you can. That's all you have to do.
0: mm
2: mm-hmm. all That, that sounds has hard. To do. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, I just want things to happen without me putting effort in. <laughs> that would be better. <laughs> Steve, how's your week been?
2: Oh, it's been a pretty neat week. Uh, let's see what what's happened since last Sunday. Uh, yeah, I did. I was trying some new material over at uh, Marathon Mike. To fair and middling response. It was hitting everywhere I thought it would, but I got some notes from a friend of mine who was there. So what's you know.
1: Marathon Mike? Uh, a...
2: open mic over at the Blarney Stone.
1: Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, it's was... uh, it gets some pretty mixed reviews from the people who've been doing it.
2: It's it's just comics telling jokes to comics. So if you're expecting... so like it's an
1: open mic, basically.
2: <laughs> well, it's small though. It's like okay. sixteen comics, and that's uh, what it's busy. Gotcha. So it's like just to really say it out loud on a microphone is pretty much mm-hmm. the best way to describe it but there are other open mics like uh, 7 dining lines that can get pretty packed. And oh yeah, so then, it was
1: huge last time I was there. Yeah,
2: so when you're <laughs> there like you really uh, you really can feel the energy off of a joke, but mm-hmm. I think Marathon Mike is mainly a writing room. <laughs> um, I wanted to try Cartems, the donut place.
0: Oh yeah. Are they doing comedy now?
2: They have every other Tuesday it's open mic music, improv and comedy. Okay. But it gets packed and sold out and like uh, booked solid right away. So I didn't get on because uh, I get off work at like 6 and they start at 7 and I can't get down there fast enough. Right. So I did the other thing, uh, which is fine because i uh, got I got like, I got a, like two shows the, next week.
1: Right on. What are you doing next week?
2: Uh, I'm going to be at the Kino and I'm actually uh, being a bit presumptuous because uh, I want to also be on Yuck Yucks uh, on the Wednesday. I put my name in for that. So. Right on. We'll see. Uh, yeah, so I got to try that out. Cool. That was a lot of fun. We had our last prenatal class on Thursday.
1: Another great photo from that uh, on Lauren's. Uh, <laughs> I don't have Instagram, but I catch it on Twitter, <laughs> and she's doing like the best ever. Um, what would you call that? Like a gangster squat or something? Like like a like, rap squat. A rap squat. Yeah. And she's just like d- all the other moms are like back there, kind of like backing her up, and she's just down on the ground, like representing. She's it's,
2: so pregnant. It's yeah. pretty fun because like all the moms are standing, posing for the photo. And then uh, the our instructors like, all right, what's everybody to do? It's like, oh, everybody look like you're on a rap album. <laughs> and so then there was they like, like,
1: I don't know how to do that. Some
2: people had no idea what to do. The one woman, she was uh, in a breakdancing crew. She's a B girl, so she like straight up went for like the B girl stance. And one woman was just like standing akimbo. One woman who I would not expect to just straight up threw up West Side symbols. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool, do whatever you want. <laughs> all
1: right, Pam, whatever you say. Yeah,
2: that's that's great. And uh, Lauren's down in a rap Squad squat, and uh, one, uh, another lady was just for, like, double guns, kind of. Like, anyway, I don't know what
1: to do with my yeah, hands. It's like, ah, where do I go with
2: this? But, uh, yeah, that was a ton of fun. And I finally learned that uh, natal means birth.
1: <laughs> Congratulations. That's right, it
2: only took seven weeks. You
1: would think that that would be in the first class. First class, they
2: taught me that pre means before. Yeah. <laughs> I was can you find out what the second word means at the end of class?
0: <laughs> that just keeps you on... <laughs>
2: Are, you, are oh. you ready for the antenatal stuff? The
0: what? That, what? That sounds yeah.
1: All of the hospital panties <laughs> and things that uh, one has to purchase.
2: Yeah. we're all just you know human beings being gross. Mm-hmm. So I've...
3: disgusting.
1: Human um, bodies.
3: Are I,
2: life in general.
0: I am a doula. Oh, cool. Um, and I haven't been, I haven't been you know practicing my doula arts for. A while, because... kind of shitty hours. The hours are shitty. Babies are total jerks about time management. (laughs) It's
2: like Sunday, 8 o'clock, you got your jams on. Well, yeah. Boom, baby. Excuse me. You know,
0: I'm in, like, five bands, and so, (laughs) like, I had to not play gigs, or I had to be, like, I had to play mostly with the Creaking Planks, which is a band that's very, like, Whoever shows up at the gig out of the fifteen band members is the lineup, as long as there's at least sort of three like of us. The Arcade
1: Fire of East Vancouver. I, uh, yeah. but way less taking themselves seriously.
0: Um, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Arcade Fire like just there's has so many people that you can't. Yeah, yeah. the Arcade Fire has arrangements. <laughs> oh, I see. We just kind of wing it a lot of the time. We have been working on arrangements. That's probably not fair, but anyway. So I'd have to, like, leave in the middle of shows or cancel on stuff. Yeah. I would be, like, calling in sick to work. I had a manager that was cool about it or whatever. But so I was like, I have to stop doing this. But then my friend, Noelle, is due very soon. And she was, like, talking to me about doula stuff. Like, how, what are the questions that you should ask? How do you find one? Like, what are all the things that they do for you? And she was like, this is exhausting and I hate it. Will you just do it? And I was like, of course! I was hoping you'd ask, but I didn't want to presume... I'm coming uh, out just, of retirement. Just make
2: it, like, super difficult. It's like, oh, God, and you have to go through so many before <laughs> you find the right one. And some of them are just the worst.
0: <laughs> you be like, oh, God, this sounds so hard. <laughs> I was trying to make it easy on her, but... I'm really glad she's one of my closest friends, so.
2: That's going to be we
0: going to get to meet her little little baby. Yeah. And uh, does that make it an even ten? I feel like you've been yes, to nine. Yes, so. that will be my tenth.
2: Uh, yes. A baker's dozen.
1: Retire on a real nice... <laughs> That's not how that... you <laughs> Retire sure? on a rice... No, I love I your... Pretty sure. I, I heard...
2: love your smug little grin. I think my baker's ripping me off. <laughs> <guys. laughs> it's
1: supposed to be. Cardam's
2: donuts were coming for you. <laughs> that was
1: good. That's like Lauren's big thing during her pregnancy. Has been well all the time. She loves donuts, right? Like oh, she's she a big them. donut person. Mm-hmm. It's like her Eating Instagram them, is like.
2: It's like car tires and filthy.
1: <laughs> I heard okay, so you know, doing donuts <laughs> is usually what it's called, but there's like apparently a very small percentage of <clears throat> some people on like in like the Midwest and in the prairies that call it whipping shitties.
2: Where <laughs> in the prairies are they called, though? I
1: don't, like, in a random place in Winnipeg or something? Like, in, no. not Winnipeg, in, um, the, what is the big part of Winnipeg? Manitoba. Manitoba the saying. big what? part! I haven't had to color a map of Canada in, like, 15 years, Chris. I what don't are the suburbs of Winnipeg called? <laughs> the big parts.
2: What's that puddle next to Winnipeg called?
1: <laughs> what Lake, is it called? Lake Winnipeg, is that it? Is that Lake Winnipeg? Is there a Lake Winnipeg? Winnipeg? And I don't know how words do. I also, oh I had God. issue
2: with Lake Winnipegosis. I'm like, come on. All right. Get a new name. Is it that what it's called? There's the big one, Lake Winnipeg. And okay. then there's the one next to it, which is like the tertiary lake. Lake Winnipegosis. Called... That's what it's like, called? Just have a brand new name. It's like called, being called like Little Winnipeg Lake. Come on
0: Winnipegosis sounds like a disease That you it's get like, in Winnipeg <laughs>
2: What happened? Oh I don't want to talk about it
0: It's bad Winnipegos- I was in the
2: exchange district And something bad happened
0: <laughs> Winnipegosis also No that's I was thinking Winnebago
2: <laughs> It's also an RV That's <laughs> my dad's initials RV? Every time we went on a Like a, a road trip And we passed an RV park He's like That belongs to me <laughs> I'm like really? He's like yep
3: he's like, My name is on it
2: he's like then why are you so poor? <laughs> Ricardo.
3: Suck at Steve's dad.
0: <laughs> oh, Ricardo. My mom had a boyfriend named Ricardo.
2: Was he a Lothario?
0: Yes. has to be with a name. Yeah, like. I got to meet him when I was like 17 or something and just like taking no shit because he lives in Tawasin or something right. like that now. It's awesome. And we ran into him on a ferry, as one does, and you're stuck on there, and we had to have a conversation with him for a while because you can't escape because you're on a boat. Mm. And, uh... Fucking Ricardo was like hitting on me, and I'm like, no, I'm Joanna's daughter. Like you, fucking dick. I don't know. Not into it.
2: Italian or Hispanic?
0: Uh, yeah, he was from Peru.
2: Ah, Peruvian.
0: Mm -hmm. You are Chilean and Mexican.
2: Chilean and Ecuadorian.
0: Oh, sometimes
2: I split the difference.
1: Even better, (laughs) (laughs) that's not a thing. That's not a thing.
2: Sometimes I split the difference. Sam from Peru. That's a geography joke everybody It's right in the middle I've heard you do it <laughs>
1: yeah. And most of us don't know Latin American geography well 50% enough 50% of
2: the time doesn't work Doesn't work <laughs> I don't no. tell that joke very often
1: <laughs> We had uh, one of our uh, episodes that has aired, aired Has been released uh, with our friend Bob It was all about volunteerism Because he worked in Ecuador oh, cool. uh, Working with the Quechua people in On a mountain village somewhere Oh can
0: somewhere. you settle Is it Quechua or Quechua
3: in Quechua.
0: Ecuador? Quechua, oh, okay Okay
1: yeah. Right on
0: We were saying it wrong Perfect. We were saying Most it wrong The
1: whole time He That's that's on Bob Yeah He was saying uh, it he wrong He was there Yeah He was there
3: Figures And he said
2: <laughs> Yeah This is of like course, a shit time. Bob talk. would get it wrong <laughs>
1: Fucking Bob
2: It's not short for Roberto Is it
1: Uh we've called him that From time <laughs> to time
2: Boberto Uh yeah Actually I was just talking To my mom about the Quechua people today
3: yeah.
2: I talk to her every Sunday It's my going to church I just put it in my time
3: <laughs> So how was work penance. this
2: week Miriam Okay Oh, that's awful Oh my god Teachers are crazy My mom's a principal
3: Oh
0: my god
2: So I feel like I'm a teacher because I know how it works Is she
0: a principal know. in Ecuador? Because we did hear a story about the principal in Ecuador In that village that Bob went to sure. I know it was a dude, but it would be funny It's like, she was the principal that got drunk with the mayor And locked themselves in the school And then they had to limp back to a pickup truck stop to limp.
1: That's fun <laughs> It's a great story uh, And it's all about teaching sex ed in that village basically And like bringing them condoms that worked And using Vegas to uh, show so, how to do it
2: This is a condom, don't tell the Pope uh, my, No, my mom's. she's a principal in a Catholic school in uh, Calgary mm, Right on Yeah, uh, grew up in Calgary, moved to Vancouver uh, around Good nine choice. years
1: ago Good choice
3: Yeah,
2: I uh, decided to, because you know Uh, Hispanic, grew up in Calgary, so we decided to move to Vancouver because I was Hispanic growing up in Calgary. (laughs) I did not want to feel so unique anymore. Is it
1: any better here?
2: So much better. There's like Mexicans, lots of them, they're great. I actually met a, a guy who was half Ecuadorian and half Chilean, like me, who wasn't my brother, I was going to say. It was amazing. Like, it was the coolest thing. We have nothing in common. We're not friends. But
3: in fact, it we was hate each other. so exciting.
2: I was like, Carlos, this is great. I got nothing else to talk to you about. <laughs> i see you never. Like, but every time I see him, it's like that nod, like, what's going on?
1: That's a thing we will never understand as white people, probably, mm-hmm. is the, hey, I, re- I recognize you and you recognize me. Oh,
2: we take care of each other. It's great.
1: Mm-hmm. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> No, white people are the worst. Yeah.
0: I, like, I like to do it to other queer ladies that look visibly queer, but. Uh, oh, that, yeah, no, that's a thing that but happens. But that's more sure. just like flirting. <laughs> and totally I don't it doesn't really anytime happen. Anytime I see a
1: woman with hair, my haircut are shorter, uh, especially if the sleeveless thing like I'm doing, we're just like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> so I guess we do kind of have that.
0: Yeah, but it's like totally more of a just like, hey. As opposed to being like, hey, I recognize you. Yeah. It's
2: like, yeah, I don't understand flirting like as a thing. I just don't know how it exists or works. Well, I mean,
1: you're married to the person you've been with for like 11, 11 years. 11
2: years, yeah. And before that, it was just like two other relationships. And then I guess I was born uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: before that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, Your I don't understand. Your version of flirting
1: is just like, oh, that was, I know, I, 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 I truly believe you that it was the dog that just farted. Like, <laughs> like buying their excuse. Yeah, like,
0: what? Well, yeah, Aw, well. that's it's, nice. That's nice.
1: Are your dogs very gassy? They look like they would
0: be.
2: They, uh, used, they used to be uh, more gaseous than they are now.
1: Really? You think that that would be getting worse as they get older?
2: I think it's because we realized that we should be not feeding them just trash. People food and yes, stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, our stuff all the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Like, when Winston was very small, the pug. We had. A we will cat. include
1: pictures in this uh, episode right up. Like, this
2: is what a pug looks like. Uh, we had a cat. His name was Bella. Sushi Meow Meow. Named by minis. And uh, Winston... You would get into the cat's litter box and munch down on Ugh. those proteiny little treats.
3: <laughs> Gross. Yeah,
2: right? <laughs> and the thing was, because it was like uh, a double worked through matter, <laughs> it had gone through the system twice. You know, like somebody goes to jail, they come out a bit tough, they go back one more time, they come out even worse. <laughs> it was like that, but with the turd. <laughs> and so. Winston was just gassing us out of our first apartment. We'd have people over to watch movies, and they'd have to leave before the end. They'd okay. be like, "I saw, I gotta go. I can't, I gotta go." I, I don't want to explain
0: why. Oh my god! Like, and t- you're just, you guys were just used to it at that point. Oh, it was you're horrible. We resigned, hated it too. Resigned to it.
3: We, it was sorry, the worst.
2: Sorry, sorry. We, we uh, were thinking about getting rid of him, but he cost too much money, uh, so we kept him <laughs> and made him stop doing that. Oh man! I remember that. Danielle Wensley, sorry about that. <laughs> I hope you found out how the movie Blow ends.
1: <laughs> does he go to jail?
2: Does he go to jail?
1: Does he go to jail? Tune into We'll out. never know. We'll never know because I probably won't ever it. I'm, watch I'm
0: never going to find out. It's, it'll be my life's mission to never find out what the ending
1: is. Of Blow? Yeah.
0: I think I've actually seen it.
1: Hmm. I think he does go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. I like... It. That's how a drug story should probably end. Yeah. I don't... I disagree yeah. with you. Well, a you. coke story.
0: Yeah. Legalize it all. Okay, <laughs> let like God sort of out. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. But it Portugal be. did it. Yeah, and good. I went to Portugal and it was really weird. Yeah, yeah. all the the decriminalized. Yeah, they, in Ireland in did it as well, which is interesting. In They've just decriminalized most.
1: I've been there too, but I didn't drugs. see anything fun there. Um, <clears throat> uh, that's not true. I saw juggalos in Ireland. Um, Irish
2: juggalos. <laughs>
1: Irish juggalos.
2: Fascinating.
1: Yeah, it was really weird. I will be the first person to tell you. I'm trying to figure out how to do a stand-up joke about seeing Irish juggalos. Because i would never seen them before, and I've been to the south of the United States. Like, I've been to Mississippi, I've been yeah. to Alabama, I've been to, like, North Florida. Uh, and so, you would think juggalos there. Never. Never saw anyone who was down with the clown there. And then, the second, I'm, like, I'm in Ireland, it's the first day I'm in Ireland. It's 7.30pm, I'm walking with my partner and uh, all of, like, her co-workers. And suddenly I hear, like, oi! I'll wash your balls I'm like what And I turned around and there was ten juggalos And one of them had stolen a sign from a Thai massage parlor And he was screaming at everybody Like I'll give you a Thai massage and I'll wash your balls for you And then one of the girls started puking
2: was he this trying to save up money to get down to the gathering?
1: Oh, yeah. I, gathering was, I was going to say, like, a
0: group of jugglos, is it called a gathering? It is juggalos? a gathering.
2: It's a sub-gathering. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's the
0: major a, gathering. It's
1: a
2: cadet gathering. Yes. It's a branch of the gathering.
1: <laughs> but I think that there's, you know, you could, you could write a huge sociological paper about it because, like, there is a, not a fetishization, but there's, like, a celebration of... The culture of poverty in Mm. Ireland Because everybody's very poor in Ireland Like, their economy kind of sucks And so they've got the rubber bandits from Limerick Who, like, wear Tesco bags on their faces With, like, eye holes and mouth holes cutouts And they do, you know, songs about growing up in Limerick, basically And uh, the Trailer Park Boys are huge in Ireland Makes sense They're absolutely huge there So, that, plus the Juggalos, plus the Trailer Park Boys is like, this is not what I expected I expected, like, some old man in a taxi cab hat And, like, a... Cable knit sweater Playing the Julian pipes On a fence post Or something Because I'm racist So (laughs) So that's what I thought I was going to see When I went to Ireland And then I didn't at all Mm. Go figure But anyway In Portugal Yeah uh, (laughs) Coming back to Portugal I'm still
0: laughing at Down with the clown I know that I've heard that Before (laughs) but it's really funny
1: That's what If you're a juggler You're down with the clown That's how you like Like recognizes like In uh, juggalo culture The clown makeup Is usually on the inside You know they feel it Rather than Display it but in Portugal, anytime I walked around, I guess because I look like the way I do, people would just come up to me and be and like show me their hand, like what was in their hand, and it would like be a chunk of hash. It was just enormous. That oh. service
2: is incredible.
1: Yeah, but I'm like, no, thank you. Bom dia, <laughs> bom dia, obrigada. No, thank you. I'm good. Uh, so yeah, it was weird. They have drugs there, but mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't buy them because it just it really does look like poop. Mm. I don't smoke hash, so yeah, don't,
0: yeah. I don't know. It's more for the, uh, I work in, like, HIV research, um, Dang and it. have been for a while, and, uh, just looking at the rates of, like, decriminalization for, like, HIV rates and stuff, and when you treat things more of a health issue and a social thing and a contextual thing rather than a criminal thing, it's just, like, people get healthier because they're not afraid to ask for help because they don't want to be arrested, and, mm-hmm. anyway. Harm reduction. It's pretty thing. good. It's a good thing. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Steve...
2: Speaking of Juggalos...
1: Steve, are you a Juggalo?
2: No, but is I worked with you? a Juggalo when I, was, uh, when I was 19. 18, I worked at uh, Toys R Us in Calgary. And then it turns out one <laughs> my of my face managers... is so delighted
0: right now. <laughs> yeah,
2: one of my managers was a Juggalo. Didn't find out until Halloween. The first Halloween that we worked, was everybody was in their costumes... He, was he came wearing, as his true self. Yeah, he was wearing, like, his... His
0: clown-sona? His, his clown-sona. His, like,
2: big-ass <laughs> Jinko jeans. Oh, this is you know, like his wallet chain? His, yeah, wallet chain, like, his mm. Guy theory looking shirt, you know? It's, like, silk oh. with hot rod flames. Mm. Juggalo, black-and-white mm. makeup on his face. Ah. And I was like, Mama, wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's so good.
2: Like, this is amazing, you know? Like, so you look better than you did before. Because at least now it seems like you have something going on.
0: And just like the the bright sparkle in his eyes of just feeling like really fulfilled. Yeah. You know that can add a lot to your look. Can really jazz up an outfit. Who can um, I really?
1: I can't really even talk shit about jugglers. I'm never talking shit about jugglers I love how committed they are to what they love because like mm-hmm. my Facebook profile picture has like a big Bowie lightning bolt on my face in it. So like I'm wearing face paint based on a band or artist that I enjoy. I'm no better than a juggalo is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, we're all. We're all people, just trying We're to, God's creatures.
1: We're all just
2: human beings being human, you know?
0: Yeah, just trying. Some of to, us are just uh, just a
1: little more down with the
2: clown. You know, just pour out some Faygo for the. Dope <laughs> what? That's what they drink. That what is what is they that? drink. It's a type of soda pop. It was going out of business until the, uh, the band, the Insane Clown Posse, started. Violet J and you know, Shaggy Too Dope. Started saying, like, this is our go to beverage.
1: Single-handedly, like
2: saved the business,
1: saved whatever small town that factory is in. Probably, they're, they damn, go Illinois. They're heroes. Illinois. <laughs> they're basically
0: heroes. <laughs> and then they seem like genuinely, like al- at least they're the very clown posse. Like the the sweetness of them. Their sweet, innocent, compassionate curiosity about magnets and stuff. Yeah. Fire, water, air, yeah. and dirt. Yeah. Fucking magnets. It's pretty sweet. I don't know. Miracles. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. Just that curiosity
1: about the world is kind of a beautiful thing When you think about it Stay curious Stay curious, uh, Juggalos
2: You know, if we could take anything away from this episode Stay curious
0: Stay curious. You're right, Chris (laughs) I'm losing my shit I'm in a really, like, strange mood today It's all good (laughs) It's good stuff So, Uh. Steve
1: You have had several brushes with internet fame In your time in this world Yeah, I'm
2: just uh, on the cusp Something's gonna happen eventually (laughs) Something's
1: gonna happen Things keep getting picked up Yeah so, you bear some resemblance to Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I, it's the facial hair, really.
2: Even without the facial hair, I've been getting it my whole life. Yeah? Yeah, like, when I was a teenager, like, 13, 14, like, uh, didn't have a goatee then. I wish I did, though. Mm. And uh, <laughs> Would have been like, so cool. they'd say, oh, you look like, uh, people say you look like Robert Downey Jr. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool.
1: I can kind of see it in the eyes, yeah. I guess.
2: And then, um... There was a stretch of time when that wasn't necessarily a compliment. I'm like, did I not get enough sleep last night? Mm -hmm. Uh, But now that he is the most successful, (laughs) richest movie star working currently in the world, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, there's this thing that happened. Lauren, she photoshopped my face over his face on a press still from the first Iron Man movie for an article that I wrote for Beard Magazine in Calgary. About looking like Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> about how not so great at one point, now pretty cool. Uh, so you know it was existing on the internet for a bit. That's fine. And then I noticed one day that my face had been actually used instead of his face in a lot of articles, like dozens, <laughs> like more than a baker's dozen, like
1: which is ten, as yeah, we've established. Which is 10. <laughs>
2: But they're Then your
1: baker's an asshole.
2: <laughs> over, like, the span, since, like, the first Iron Man movie had come out, the, more than I can count, websites have lifted the photo and used it. Like, Forbes magazine, may <laughs> use my picture. Like, I think Twitter used it for an, an article they put out. Just, like, actual reputable. One, I think it was, like, movie line or something, like an actual movie review interviewing website with a and a that an, the author did with Robert Downey Jr., ran my photo instead of his and I
0: was like, what? <laughs> not, not so good with the fact checking on some of these publications <laughs> like, wow. but who would even think like, they're like that looks
1: right <laughs> Let's yeah, just go with it
2: like that's his face isn't it? they're
1: just using google know. image search like the rest of us are like the rest of us plebes, they've got you know budgets and they're still just doing it the same way the rest
2: of us do <laughs> Showed up on, like, a wallpaper download site, so there's some people with my face on their monitors somewhere.
3: Awesome! Somehow your
2: face is, like, observing people,
1: observing internet pornography or something horrible like that. What if
0: every picture of you... Out there could also see things and then like report back to you somehow. Like Ugh, that would be awful. like a horrifying. like a sci-fi story or something like that, where it's just like then you could actually see and know things, and maybe some people would be like, ah, like their business card has their photo on it, and they'd be like handing it out, and they could like spy on you and stuff. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's terrifying.
1: That's
2: Stephen King worthy.
0: Yes, that's a yeah. horrifying thought. Yeah, you yeah. gonna write that? No, no,
1: I didn't think so. Waiting
2: for the twist in the second act. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like some uh, some media outlets picked up on that because they put it all together as a blog. And uh, yeah, so some articles written about me, got some interviews on uh, television. I was featured during like a Halloween segment on like global TV. <laughs>
1: That's always fun. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah, so it's, random. It's a good time. <laughs> you feel very important when you're being interviewed by yeah. someone with, like, a big fat camera. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, we're going to do some B-roll. And now I'm like, oh, no. I have to pretend, like, I know how to walk, like, where my that's, arms oh, go. that's the worst. Oh, that's not like, good. Time
2: for some B-roll. Like, just act natural. It's like, what's that mean? <laughs> I'm Nach- not an actor. I don't know how to do that. I just stare off into the distance and think about long division. I don't know. <laughs> Just have one fist
1: under your chin, like, doing a full-on glamour shot, thoughtful thing. They wouldn't do that for some reason when I was...
0: Oh, they wouldn't let you? They wouldn't let me. That's too bad. Yeah. You just had to walk around. Yeah, I had to look
1: really serious, because I was being interviewed for, like, serious stuff about, like, harassment and assault on public transit. Oh, so they didn't
0: want you, like, goofing around They didn't the want the me bureau? goofing,
1: go figure. Mm. Which is too bad, because that is my natural state. Yeah. But goofing. I can juggle. No, don't juggle. I cannot. <laughs> I can't. I can barely carry a thing normally. Aww. I'd love to learn to juggle. I was listening to the uh, the Jackie and Lori show uh, while I was walking today. Are you familiar with this, Steve? It is, I, I'm not. It's a brand that. new podcast on the Nerdist Network uh, starring Jackie Cation and Lori Kilmartin. And I love it because they're two, like, veteran women comics. Mm-hmm. And they just name names and talk shit about people, like, for an hour. Yeah. And give really useful information about, like, who's a good booker and who sucks. And, like, here's an experience I had in New Mexico that was horrible and stuff. And they were uh, talking about how Jackie was sharing a bill with um, they're like... Oh, they hired a juggler, and she was not happy about this. And so yes. she's like, "Well, I guess I'll host because you can't let the juggler be in charge." of what's <laughs> <happening."> <laughs> and That just made me think of it. Like, gotta bring up that you know, because we're all podcast dorks. So I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. You do my. Uh, so, okay. you, uh, have had, I you have one. I have one. You have one.
2: That's why I started one because I, I love the form. It's so much fun. Uh, you can, you don't have to wait to jump through the media hoops to get an audience when you can just make one yourself. Mm-hmm. Preaching to the choir. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, my old job, I got transferred, and now I work in uh, news. Like, I, my old job, I used to actually have a lot of quiet time where I could listen to stuff.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And I was working at uh, CBC Radio 3, so it was all music all the time. So to relax, I would listen to people talk.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. that makes sense.
2: And it was great. And uh, I've fallen behind on most of my podcasts in the last year because of that. So now the podcasts that I do listen to the most are the ones that I record as I'm doing them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I was like, oh, this is a good one. I bet <laughs> other people are enjoying that. Yeah, we listen to our own too and just
1: really love it. It's yeah. kind of like the auditory equivalent of like in the Smell of Your Own
0: Farts kind of. It's <laughs> so maybe not quite that That's bad, but it's like... interesting <laughs> analogy, Katie. There's like a
2: Prince video where he's like pulls up in a Ferrari and then like the door opens... And he's listening to one of his other songs.
1: <laughs> yes. It? Do you
2: remember this? Okay, yes! so it's a lot more like that than yeah.
1: the than the one I came up with.
2: So if the purple gross. one can enjoy his own music, why not us?
1: Mm-hmm. Why not
0: us? He is so concentrated mm. and cute. So lovely. Thank Condensed. I'm a big I'm a big big podcast fan. It got me through a lot of night shifts. That's when I started listening to podcasts. I was working in. Like supportive housing in the downtown east side and 12 hour shifts overnight and there's a lot of mopping Mm -hmm. involved in uh, in cleaning and some places you maybe don't want to have headphones in you want to be aware of your surroundings but I was working at a very lovely chill building and so I just got into it was mostly you made it weird I went through the whole back category just three hour long podcasts I would just like mop slowly and just listen to them talk about like the meaning of life and god and comedy and it was pretty great. It yeah. got, got me through a lot of night shifts that I would have really been miserable otherwise. So I'm very just grateful to them all the time. Yeah. And now when I do data entry at my job, I like just put podcasts in, and it's very funny. It just makes a monotonous task like.
1: Do we want to get into our favorites, or is that too boring? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I made a big list on my Tumblr. And it's got like a bajillion on it. So. Steve, I don't know.
1: yours is called the Stephen John Power Hour with Stephen John.
2: Yes, it's a very long name. Yes. It's great. <laughs> it is. I said this before uh, before we were rolling, that uh, John and I, when we were naming it, we thought it'd be fun to have this ridiculous name that has nothing to do with the actual show. Like, kind of like a shock jock drive home show type uh, name.
0: Ricky and the Dude. blah ba pa Rush Hour,
2: Renegades. <laughs> Coming at ya. That's from Full House. Uh,
0: <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. That's why it
1: sounds so familiar. Uncle
2: Jesse <laughs> and Uncle Joey. That it's was amazing. the name of the radio show. Uh, but they did
1: one together? I don't even remember they that. They did. They recorded oh, out
2: of the basement and they had a red light in the kitchen so you knew when not to go down to the oh! basement. Okay, now I remember. That, they were basically
3: podcasting. That like... was
2: pretty much... some, I guess because Danny Tanner owned San Francisco as the morning show host, yeah. got them a job on the drive home in one of the largest markets in North America. They'd be like, <laughs> oh yeah, my brother-in-law and my best friend who can't hold down a job, uh, do you want to give them a radio show? Mind you, my brother-in-law is very handsome and friends with the Beach Boys.
1: Which is so, great for being yeah, on the radio where exactly. you can see how handsome he is. How
2: many morning show hosts do you think in the world have that kind of clout? None. They don't. This is how you know it's <laughs> fake. This is how it's television and not real.
1: How many morning show hosts do you know that are handsome?
2: Oh, uh, Michael Strahan. But I guess that's a Today Show. That's a that's, a that's yeah. a filmed That's a thing. later thing.
1: And you see him as part of it.
2: I I don't know. I don't know many morning show hosts. I only know the ones I'm, I'm thinking seen of radio morning shows. Yeah. Ah,
1: yeah. I'm
0: always yeah, well, whatever. That's a I was just going to say something really obvious. It's like I'm always surprised what they look like when you actually see them. But it like some of them are shocking like uh fucking Rick Clough. looks oh, yeah. totally different than what
1: it's Well, look like really close friend of our family is um, uh, he, Terry Reed from Terry and Tara in the morning, 103.5. You know, like, you that one. Yeah. So Terry's yeah. like a really good family friend and we hang out a lot and he looks completely different than the sound of his voice. Like, he just looks, I'm like, oh, okay, that's
2: fine. <laughs> it's like a Harry Shearer situation. You're like, oh, they're going to be like six feet tall and have an amazing physique. Oh, but totally. Like, hey, what's going on? Everybody. It's
1: exactly what it's like. Yeah. No, it's, it's not like he's not a good looking guy, but yeah. it's like, it's totally, you just expect something with the gravitas that that kind of voice has.
2: I got that. Yeah. Uh, people have been like, it's weird that are, there are people who listen to the podcast that have never met before, which is strange to think of. Mm-hmm. But uh, I met someone who's a friend of a friend uh, at a party, and they're like, oh, I listen to your podcast. And they met me, and they're like, I thought you would be you would have been taller, based on my voice, which is cool. <laughs> You're like 5'10", 5'11"? Thank you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> probably like 5'10". I'm probably 5'9 and a half. Maybe 5'9". Uh, but they said, "Oh, I thought you'd be taller," and I said, "Yeah, me too."
1: <laughs> really, Just I've sort been of hoping. stopped.
2: <laughs> my brother's taller than me; never caught up. Excuse me, but my wife is texting me, so I need to make sure that uh, everything's okay. She's very pregnant, yeah. so
0: we will allow it. Hey, no worries. It's all good. That's I should have my phone with me for uh, for Noelle's thing. We've got our very casual doula relationship right now. I told her I'm like, I will be on call. But in more of a chill way. Mm -hmm. And I told her, like, she was like, oh, I'm worried then, like, that I'll just start, you know, being in labor. And I don't know when I should call you. And I'm like, okay... For me, the best thing that I want is I want you to call me as soon as you're in labor, but you won't need me right away. But I Mm want to know so that I can, like, plan and schedule my life. So, like, don't feel bad about calling me. Even at four in the morning, I might say, hey, I'll be over in a couple hours. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, that sounds great. Very relaxed. Good stuff. I guess
2: everybody wants to know. Everything's fine. (laughs) She just wants to make sure I can pick up a veggie burger combo from uh, Burger King on the way home.
0: Mm -hmm. Are you guys both
1: vegetarian?
2: She is, but... uh... I'm like, I guess, uh, agnostic towards being a carnivore. If uh, if there's chicken available, I will order it, but mm-hmm. I don't don't cook meat at home. Mm-hmm. That's about uh, my
1: relationship with it.
2: Yeah, and I'll pick up uh, veggie combos because I tend to feel better if I eat vegetarian fast food than if I were to eat, you know, something
1: fried. Yeah. If you're going to yeah. have a
2: meat, it should be a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and not a sad little... Nugget. Patty, <laughs> the
0: the Burger King veggie burgers. I swear to God, sometimes that I'm just like, is this, are you sure this veggie is a... <laughs> burger, or are there meat burgers? Just veggie, bur-? like they taste exactly the same, and maybe they're just fried in the same shit. I don't know, but the texture <laughs> they oh, keep it. But so yeah, good. it's just that texture that it's very convincing.
2: Anyway, it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so this so this episode has been brought to you by Burger King. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, uh, I wouldn't really want this. Live moss?
2: What do they say? No, that's Taco Bell. <laughs>
1: It's like the first real spit take we had It's like No, that's Taco Bell The thing in Spanish I was was reminding
2: you to live mas Uh, Taco Bell was sponsoring Ink Master And before we switched to Novus We uh, had that channel So we watched it all the time Which is hilarious because the tattoo community, they say, like, it's a joke, the whole show. But that's why I watch it, because it's hilarious.
1: With Ink Master. I don't have cable.
2: Okay, so Ink Master. Dave, <laughs> okay. So, Dave Navarro, uh, this other guy named... A guy yeah, that
1: right. you could also do a good co- Halloween costume of.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, got...
1: clip on nipple rings? <laughs> oh, oh, God.
2: <laughs> you mean take <laughs> off my regular ones? they would just be reporters.
1: like nipple clamps, it's a bad wig. Put just a bad wig on, you're good to go.
2: I, got, I have a bad wig. There's an actual photo of me wearing fake sleeve tattoos... And uh, and the wig and eye makeup so and some So you basically necklaces. have dressed
1: as Dave Navarro. I have, yeah. Oh, perfect. I've
2: even shown it to him on Twitter. He responded. He's like, oh, that's great. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Which was really amazing. Uh,
1: great interaction. I
2: think
0: he's I really, Oh, God, I love it. Is Dave he Navarro. half Mexican?
2: But yeah, he is Hispanic. Um, he's fucking so hot. Oh, my God. Dave, so like <laughs> Dave Navarro, uh, two other uh, tattooers from like Miami Inc. and LA Inc. or whatever are the judges on this it's like a it's in like a pastor. cooking show. It's like there are it's chal-
1: nightmares for tattoos.
2: Yeah, it's like there are challenges. Like, all right, today's challenge is line work. We Our want you to do this is yes. This is amazing. So <laughs> there are people this. failing weekly on someone's body oh. forever. Oh, no. Like, what is up with this jacked face? You don't move forward. Meanwhile, somebody has to live the rest of their lives with a jacked face on them. It's I, great.
1: Y- you, know those, to you know watch. those urban legend, not even urban legends, but those things that you hear about other people that you're like, oh, I'm really sorry that that happened to that person in the story where somebody gets, like, a misspelling in a tattoo? Oh, yeah. That happened to me in real life. No regrets. Not quite that bad. No egrets, I want. It's <laughs> like, oh, don't you mean no egrets? I'm like, no, I hate a fucking long neck bird. Get out of here. You're the worst. No, but this, I have a... Because I was 24, and I've always been really into comedy. I have a Bill Hicks tattoo. Okay. And it says, we are the facilitators of our own creative evolution. An hour. Okay, so my tattoo artist, awesome, dyslexic. And uh, when I had him write this out for me, I checked it for spelling of the big words. Mm-hmm. I didn't check the little words. And it was one of... One own, creative uh, evolution, no. and I'm like, how
0: did you think that that's what it was? <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't weird, catch it. We're the facilitators of one's own creative revolution. But it was just,
1: it just said one, so the the U and the R used to be an N and an E, and you know how it feels to have tattoo ink dug out of your skin with like oh. a dry needle. It sucks. That's awful. It was really, like, I literally had to bite down on a piece of leather.
2: Oh, wow. Because it
1: was like like frontier surgery. But he he mostly fixed it. Like, you can't really tell. So, good stuff. Yeah, if you
2: hadn't said that, I would not have thought that that was No,
1: you have to get up really close to see that it's even slightly smeared. So, it, it could have been so much worse. But it's like, oh, yeah, no. If you think that doesn't happen to people, It does. And I'm an idiot, and I like do editing for people. Like, <laughs> so you would think that I would catch that, but I was just so like, <laughs> so I'm an idiot
2: basically. No, it's fine. I love bad tattoos.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks.
2: <laughs> like mistakes, bad tattoos, great.
1: Well, that's what makes Ink Master so compelling oh, television.
2: Oh, that's so that is good,
0: standing.
2: But uh, yeah, the so it's like every week, and then people compete and move on, and then more challenging tattoos, and like you know your regular reality competition show format. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dave Navarro, he will voice the promos within the show. So one season, I guess, Taco Bell was the sponsor. So it's like, hey, everyone, Taco Bell is always reminding us to live mass. So this new challenge is about living the most you can or something like that. So we'd actually living just say... Living the most mass. He was always saying, like, the actual the actual uh, taglines for these companies in the show. And it's great. It's oh, great. Does it
1: just mean, like live big or like i don't i don't speak spanish
2: so just means mas is more so it's like you know live more get the most out of life type thing oh,
1: okay that's great it's better
2: than a chihuahua
1: oh <laughs> good lord carlos i don't remember how to pronounce his last name a lazar can you hear something like that the guy who did the voice of the chihuahua and is does voice acting for so many different things oh yeah
2: yeah, yeah. he was on uh, reno 911. yes he was
1: yeah. yeah not the guy who accidentally shows his balls all the time in short shorts have you not seen it? No. It's a fantastic <laughs> show. It doesn't, don't don't listen it? to my description of it. It's actually a, kind of a hoot.
0: Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, do we want to take a short break? Sure.
1: Cool. Regroup. Let's do that.
0: Since I've been watching so much Hamilton behind the scenes stuff, I don't know, can we start? Yeah. Uh, we start. Uh, since I've been watching so much Hamilton behind the scenes stuff, I've just like pining for the theater. I used to be in like the orchestra Uh, for musical theater on the coast or doing like stagehand stuff which was really fun just like being in the crew and like and I'm like oh I miss it it would be so fun to be in a thing and then I'm just like how much fucking time does it take (laughs) yeah to be in that thing and I
1: did that stuff I was a teenager yeah and you
0: have a lot of time yeah
1: when you're that age and it's like you just want to be around people like your peers and stuff so yeah
0: So, like, I always volunteer to do stuff with the uh, Dusty Flowerpot Cabaret, which does, like, a lot of productions and whatever, and then I always wind up dropping out because I'm like, it's too much work. They want me there every night this week and all on the weekends, and I have to go to that rehearsal and this rehearsal, and then the, oh, shit, and then the play actually runs and you have to perform every night for two weeks. Like, nope, I'm out. Sorry, guys. Bye. (laughs) So I'm kind of a flake. On them Yeah that It always a, seems fun
1: That's like one of the things I love most about doing stand-up Is that You have total control Over how often you do it And where you do it Well I mean You have total control Over whether or not You're going to go out On a given night Right like yeah. you, There's no way to Guarantee like, I, that you're Going to get up
2: I Didn't get booked tonight Going to go to the open mic Kind of thing right?
1: Yeah exactly But um, but yeah So you can kind of like Decide how long You're going to be there And stuff And there's There's stuff that Im- Influences your decisions Like you don't just Go to an open mic Usually do your set And leave Because then everyone's Going to think you're
2: a Jerk so Yeah you gotta stay For at least two sets After you At,
1: le- at least <laughs> I usually stay for It depends I'll like, I like I go at a certain time Usually it's like Well it's 1045 And I have to work I have to get up At 630 tomorrow So I'm leaving now Having
2: think, a pregnant wife Is awesome Cause like You oh, can just Just leave excuse. Like oh I gotta go Lauren They don't even have to Say what she needs I'm just like Lauren. To say her name And then walk away Like ah Ah. <laughs> Lauren I gotta G- and then like okay yeah man there's great seeing you to good a little hugs oh, and I'm nice. like okay yeah but I gotta go I'm like okay yeah man good <laughs> but uh, usually you do have to go for a reason if yeah. anybody in the community is listening to this I'm not using it as an excuse
0: <laughs> and then soon with that actual infant like oh, yeah. they're gonna need stuff apparently that's how it works yeah
2: yeah like uh, not to uh, uh, because I'm so new at this like I really uh, I feel like a bit of a cad when I talk about you know the masters of the universe in terms of comedy
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh but whatever you know,
0: we're just talking about our own experience yeah right
2: but um uh, but louis ck was saying how having kids really focused him because every time you'd go out it was to get better to accomplish something as opposed to just going out to hang out with the comics yeah,
3: kind of thing. Oh, yeah.
2: and so i've been approaching comedy sort of with that idea already mm-hmm uh, that I'm every time I go out, it's like I'm trying something, trying to, like, refine, do something new, do something else. I'm not just going up to, you know, just sort of screw around. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when our child actually is here, like, I'm hoping that uh, I try to maintain that attitude towards it.
3: Mm-hmm. Going yeah.
2: up and trying to accomplish something every time as opposed to just being like, all right, going to do my five and leave kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. When did you start doing stand-up?
2: Uh, started doing stand-up... Uh, year and a half ago i guess mm-hmm. i uh, did the class through instant theater where Hell i've been yeah. doing uh, improv for maybe two three years and um yeah alistair cook was like you should really try the class and i'm like oh i don't know if like uh, it's like money i don't know i want to spend money on this thing mm-hmm. And he's like i'm not saying pay for it i'm saying take the, just go consider this scholarship just take the class nice
1: oh that's awesome i'm like cool he's a good dude
2: so he's a good dude i think uh i think he just uh saw my monologue work was pretty good i guess um and so i've been thinking about doing stand-up since before i was doing the podcast Mm because you know i'd listen to podcasts and i've always liked Mm stand-up so i'm always uh writing things down always have little jokes because i have a degree in journalism i'm a a writer Mm -hmm. whether or not i write uh so taking the class really just crystallized all of these ideas that I had and I sort of understood the form more. Like, I
0: was going to say it gives you a structure sort of to work within and like... Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, uh, I would know when things were funny, but I didn't exactly know why or how to replicate it. Every once in a while, an idea that I would say would really connect. I'm like, okay, cool. But then I sort of understood, uh, structure better, that kind of thing. And, uh... Yeah, so I've been doing it uh, since then, and it's been just really great. Every time I go out, I learn something, or it's a really fun experience. Mm-hmm. And Even the shows where it's like six male, uh, young male comics looking at their notebooks the whole time and not laughing once, I've learned something. Mm-hmm. You and learned that
1: you hate that? <laughs>
2: I learned that uh, there are some environments where you understand where people are coming from. Like mm-hmm. I know you're just here to try your material. That's fine. And you know, Mike, my, my stuff is not necessarily for young male comics mm-hmm. because they are in very different places in their lives. Yeah. They don't even want to think about being married and having a child. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I even make a joke about that. But um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's been great, and it's really uh, it's so satisfying when something that you've worked on, that are your thoughts, come together and it connects with an audience and they laugh. Like that's it's really hard to describe. There's like, nothing better. Improv's great, love it, yeah. love having fun and playing with uh, friends, mm-hmm. and it's the community and the camaraderie is amazing, but I'm a greedy person, so I don't like sharing less. <laughs> I don't like sharing the juice, it's all mine, and, and I want it to be for me.
0: Improv's so ephemeral too, because then it's like, oh, that was really funny, what did we do, uh, and then you just forget. Oh yeah, or sometimes. Or maybe you try to turn it into yeah. a sketch I, or something love, like that. I
1: love, imp- I've said this, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I know I've said this in conversation with you a lot of time. that I love Like improv is fun I like to do it I don't necessarily Love watching it Like I love watching People who are really good At improv do improv But like If a friend's like you want to come To my improv show I'm like I have 10 dentist appointments Kind of thing (laughs) Like (laughs) All at once Uh, And it's not even Meant to be disrespectful Because there's a lot Of people who are You know new to it That just are great at it And um, and But I think of it More as kind of like from a selfish perspective, yeah. as somebody who does stand-up as well, it's like, a tool, it's like a tool in your toolkit for stand-up, because then, like, if something happens in the audience or whatever, you don't, you can roll with it a little bit better, like, you can incorporate it, that kind of stuff. It's really, I find that really helpful. And uh, when I did the uh, Instant Theater stand-up class, I like to play a fun game of spot pictures of Steve all over the walls, <laughs> like, how many improv groups is Steve in? Because <laughs> you have a very distinctive face, and it's really easy to pick you out, so it's like, uh, I think it's three or four. Yeah, in total there, that's there's up there. like
2: what three Hispanic guys in improv in Vancouver <laughs> and I'm two of them <laughs> 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 no like uh, no there's like who is this me and Raph and David like uh, yeah there's a few of us mm-hmm. but um, yeah I really I love doing it it's a lot of fun but uh, it, like I, it's like acting also because mm-hmm. you really to be in the improv community you really need to be out a lot Mm -hmm. You know, like you go to the Sunday service, you you go to uh, cage fight, you go to like all the other things. Like I don't think cage fight's still happening. Uh, you go to all these different shows, you gotta just be present and like learn from the shows that you're watching and go to jams and do the things and like, I'm married, uh, I do stand up and like I enjoy having my evenings because I work mm-hmm. a long day, mm-hmm. yep. and I want to see my wife. You know, like I got a best friend. <laughs> I guess you
1: like your wife yeah. or something. Mm.
2: Yeah. I got a best friend at home <laughs> that I want to spend the evening with.
0: Oh, that's cute. Oh, yeah. we, we do know what that's like. <laughs> Are, Are you talking about you and me? Oh yes. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that too. I you, see. I got two wives. It's cool. You looked cool. at you looked at me so sweetly when you said that
1: that yes. I felt so loved. Aww. So no, I mean I've got my I've got my legal wife and I've got my uh, creative wife mm-hmm. and you're my creative wife mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. Aww. we have a good marriage. We've been together a long time, mm-hmm. longer than you and Lauren maybe. Mm-hmm. In in fact, yeah.
2: How long have uh, y'all been friends?
1: Twelve years. Twelve years. We okay. met on the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's. Uh, It's where all the weirdos hang out. Um, Just going back to improv, Mm -hmm. Katie, didn't we teased out, and I don't think on here, but just in conversations about, you were just like, what is it about improv that like, how I can listen to people do improv on something like Comedy Bang Bang, and Mm. it's really fun, Mm -hmm. but then to watch the same thing happen, like a longer form improv, you know, live, you're kind of like, and we figured out that like, not seeing it, like... Being able to use some of that theater of the mind thing is just more relaxing. Yeah. Mm. And I can
1: believe that Lauren Lapkus and... Is a teeny uh, tiny
0: little elf or whatever. And uh, Thomas
1: Middleditch, <laughs> they're crime-solving twins. Yes, and
0: then you like can picture that. And then also you're not expected to respond to everything, too. I feel like when I go to pressure, an improv show, yeah. there's a lot of pressure, A, to like call out a good suggestion. Because especially it's so awkward when it's like, can we get a suggestion? And silence. It's like, Ugh. Someone's Uh, like, the gulag, or Hitler, or something like... Proctologist!
2: I think I heard dentist, okay. I
0: think I heard my mom calling me, I have to go now. Yeah. And uh, so there's that element is taken away, so you're not kind of responding to everything. But Mm -hmm. then, yeah, you can also kind of imagine. And then you were saying that you are very uncomfortable with mime. Is that correct? Yeah, well... Is it mimes
2: or pantomime itself?
0: Just the pantomiming itself. Like, I mean,
1: as part of...
2: White makeup is fine.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, wait. Yeah. No, it's fine. I was thinking about dead presidents in a movie that I've never ever seen, but I used to see in the video store all the time <laughs> when we still had those. Um, but no, I. Uh, it's not like mime in general is something that freaks me out. Like I'm not like it's not like I'm cholerophobic and afraid of clowns or whatever. But like, just like the Would whole. you say that you're down with clowns? I am totally down. With clown. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent down with the clown. I notice and recognize
3: miracles.
1: That was (laughs) a great high five. It felt satisfying just to see it. I hope it sounded good. Um, No, it's just that that whole, like, how many times can you watch someone pretend to wipe down a bar or whatever? It's just, like, the whole... um, you know, did you watch BoJack Horseman yeah. at all? Okay, like the whole plot of improv being Scientology, uh, like the stand-in for Scientology that on the second episode season.
2: episode was super popular within the improv community. I can only <laughs>
1: imagine, so it's like, yeah. And so Todd, I think his name is, yeah. the little Aaron, what's his face? Um, Aaron Paul. Yeah, Aaron Paul. He gets, yeah. like, uh, pulled away by an improv cult, and he like, oh, and you just have to spend a little extra money to he be in our, our next, next level. To, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, that's totally... That is kind of like, they really highlighted everything that I don't, I don't love about improv, but I like taking the classes. Like, I took a class with Joel Cottingham Mm. at, um, it was just like an intro to improv class and it was, it was just a really nice experience. Like, it was just fun. I loved, like, let me talk up instant theater as much as humanly possible on this podcast because they have been the source of a huge amount of joy for me in the last year or two. Like, working with them has been amazing. I did stand up level one and two with Adam Pateman and it was fantastic. Like, I could not say enough about them as like an organization. They've been really supportive and kind and just like they're all very nice people who work there.
0: So I played a fundraiser last night for the storytelling show on Co op Radio. Um, and some of the prizes in their raffle were an improv class and a stand up class. And they said, Oh the stand up class and I was thinking with Adam Paitman and it was somewhere completely different. Yeah, and I was forget it, uh, where. Brandtiger? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. And that's Aaron Reed, I think, or is there some other Anyway, I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. And I was kind of like, oh, I I like the other one better because I saw your showcase and I believe that you performed at it as well. Yeah. And actually, that's the first time I met you in person. I've known known Steve's wife,
1: weirdly, on via the internet. I've never actually met Lauren. Oh, really? I have never met Lauren in person. She says hello, by the way. Hello, Lauren. (laughs) But like, we've been following each other on social media for like five plus years, like before you guys got married. Mm -hmm. And I know her through my friend Megan. uh, And I don't, I forgot about that until today when I was like, oh, yeah, that's why I know Lauren. Like, there's no reason. But I met you for the first time the first time I ever did stand-up. Oh, yeah. So that was an interesting little confluence of things happening there. I just don't even know why we started, like, being internet friends, but here we are. I've never met her in person. That's
0: fun. I'll
1: have to come bring you guys something for your kid.
0: But, yeah, I was just feeling a little, like... Like, oh, they got, you know, the people that won the raffle, lucky them, they get to go to these improv and stand-up classes. I'm sure it'll also be a cool experience, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, they should go to the other one. it was about... <laughs> like, feeling proprietary. It's, it's
1: kind of ridiculous how inexpensive the classes are, at least for me. Like, I took the first level stand-up class was $100 mm-hmm. for four, like, two-hour classes plus the showcase. Cheaper than yoga. A lot cheaper than yoga and a little bit more, like, spiritually relaxing for me, I guess. <laughs> uh And uh, the second one, I ended up getting it for 50 bucks because they changed the schedule. And so Alistair just gave everybody, like, a 50% discount. And I was like, this is the best $50 I've ever spent in my life. Like, Mm -hmm. I get Ivan Decker to tell me, like, give me notes on my stand-up. Like, it was amazing. So, yeah. I love Instant Theater.
0: Hooray. Yeah. There we go. Local institutions.
2: Mm -hmm. Great job, everybody.
0: Great job, everybody at Instant.
2: (laughs) And scene. Uh... No, they, they're fantastic. If I had not gone to instant theater, I wouldn't be doing stand up right now. And it is super, incredibly satisfying. I went to, I did improv initially to, John and I were looking for ways. Well, I was looking for ways to improve the podcast. I'm always trying to improve the thing that I'm doing. I, I, no, I'm but never... John
1: didn't. John's not doing anything <laughs> to improve the podcast. Yeah, just showing up and phoning it in. That's right.
2: <laughs> I edit, I schedule, he shows up. We are fine with that. <laughs> um but I was like, Yeah, we should do say, we should do uh, improv class. So it you know helps with banter, helps with like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to pull in lateral ideas, that sort of thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, you know, helps with yes ending instead of blocking conversations, being like, No, I don't agree with that. And just like <laughs> stare at the person, and be like, How about we just sort of move
0: around it anyway? <laughs> that sounds uh, like that would be a really interesting podcast, the like confrontational podcast. No, the no but podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, listen to the first twenty episodes of ours. Anyway, uh <laughs> uh yeah so we were supposed to do like a drop-in at uh vancouver theater sports uh league hear some drums
1: yeah some drums in the background so we're gonna go to
2: vtsl and see what was up but john didn't go he Mm -hmm. said no way i said why not buddy? (laughs) anyway
0: Uh, uh, there may be some drums coming through i did say that we were recording but whatever
1: there are other there are other <laughs> witches and other shacks around here and Exactly they, uh, Some of them have punk
0: bands
2: Yeah <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I ended up uh, doing the the one day intro improv thing And then I did like the uh, scene essentials Which I think was like three weeks mm-hmm. And then I did a couple of rounds at conservatory after that And it, each time I was learning something And it was mm-hmm. an amazing experience It helped me really uh, get past a lot of blocks that I put up for myself Because mm-hmm. my brother, like I was saying He was the actor of the two of us mm-hmm. He was the one who was... The performer, he was the one who was getting in front of people, and like, uh, he was always the more popular than me. And I, and he always made it very clear that, uh, he's better than me, and I wasn't <laughs> as good as him at everything in life. And so, Ooh,
0: cool, yeah, so
2: that's like some, some serious mental blocks were in the way. It's like, well, if I'm not as good as you and you're horrible, like, of course, I can't do this. <laughs> uh,
1: Suck at Steve's brother, yeah, he
2: knows anyway. <laughs>
1: Fun. So Yeah, so
2: like <laughs> I started doing it and people were like, You're really funny. Like, have you not done improv before? I was like, No. I was like, Well you're you have like a knack for this. So like it turns out that everything that I assumed was true about myself, but was squashed by growing up. Uh, it was it was great. I was able to uh, nurture that oh, and I was like able that. to flourish through instant theater and Yeah, like uh, if I had not gone there I wouldn't be doing stand up.
1: Well great. Thanks, Instant.
2: Thanks, Alistair. You're you're terrific.
1: You're great. I don't think I've met him. Probably should. Oh. Um, It's interesting that you would bring that up because today is uh, International Sibling Day. Yeah. And Chris and I are both sort of, well, I'm technically an only child. I have half brothers, but we did not grow up together. Mm. So we've got like this only child thing going Mm -hmm. on. And uh, you tweeted something pretty hysterical. Well, it was just
0: like my, what did I say? Like my National Siblings Day. Tweet or photo. Oh, yeah, because everyone's putting photos up of their siblings. Yeah. Would just be me standing quietly and smugly alone in a room.
2: (laughs) With all of your toys. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And then, yeah, Janine Brito put something up that was just like like all these only children ironically tweeting about siblings day because they just didn't learn how to share and want the attention too. and i'm like oh yeah absolutely that's a
1: really well crafted tweet on her part yeah like, oh my gosh
0: but then my friend tamara said like oh no i'm really good at sharing because i never had to fight with anybody so it comes easier to me and i'm like you know what i'm kind of like that too about some things and not others mm-hmm.
2: well i think like older siblings they don't learn how to share because they just take mm-hmm. and younger siblings also don't know how to share because they just uh, are robbed mm-hmm. uh, their whole lives so the idea that uh, having siblings teaches you how to share I think is hogwash. Hogwash. Pushed by it's people with many children. They're like, "No, no. This is not about me trying to have many kids and feel good about myself. This is about trying to teach my first child how to share." Like
0: well, I did need more than one. Yeah, and you'll, like, I, love I, I learned child. I learned sharing stuff at school. Like, that was the thing, because you had mm. 20 kids and limited toys, and you had to learn how to work together in a group.
3: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so
0: that's that's the, sh- like, I'm fine. I so socialized just yeah. fine as an only child, but then it's like, I got to do all my sharing and group stuff, and then I got to go home and be quiet and, like, yeah. play with my
1: own toys. Oh, God, being alone, so amazing. The best thing.
0: Did I tell you my my awesome? I
2: wish I was an only child.
0: My yeah. my only child story. It's pretty great.
2: Oh man. Where I, I would
0: I would play CEO. Ooh, baby CEO. <laughs> baby CEO. I think I was like. I want those reports by four. I think I was like six, and I would put on a blazer, <laughs> and I would go upstairs. This is our house in Maple Ridge. Um, it was like this, whatever. I could talk about this house for a fucking episode because it's like one of my my stupid dad's like. Crazy dreams of like, let's build a mansion. And it was like half finished and it was so ramshackle and just like, um, apparently it was so bad. That an inspector came through to like value the house and, and they took ne-
2: you away and they never found him again.
0: Well, there was oh god, he's lost in the east wing. <laughs> the east wing, it's always the east there wing. There was like a wing that I wasn't allowed to go in. It was so freaky. Anyway, did you grow he, up
2: in like, uh, you need uh, the in, like a weird Yeah, this sounds like a young adult novel. This is like never go like
0: VC
1: Andrews wing. or something. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. thing you didn't have siblings if you're in a VC Andrews novel because she'd make you do stuff.
3: Ooh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should have done that on book club. Ooh, gross. Yeah. um
0: <laughs> but the, uh, like, the, what do they call it? Appraiser or something? Inspector? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. he apparently, like, took his pencil and clipboard and just pushed it against the wall and just put the pencil right <coughs> through the wall. Ah. It was just, like, so shittily built. Oh my he, my dad, like, cheaped out on everything. He's a it was like G Oreo filling for the ass yes, back wall Pretty much. Is but this I mean...
2: house made of papier-mâché? <laughs>
1: basically
0: Basically was let's hope it doesn't rain
1: so you were playing ceo by walking up the stairs in your little tiny baby blazer yeah so there was like
0: a a whole vanity thing where it was like mirrors on all sides so then you know when you look down and it's like infinity Mm -hmm. you know you just see yourself repeated over and over and over so Mm -hmm. i pretended that it was a long boardroom table and i would say something and i would be like okay so we're going to do this decision whatever (laughs) and then i would look down This way or that way And see all the heads And then everyone would nod
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is the cutest thing I've ever heard So I
0: just had like infinity yes men And it was so satisfying
2: That's adorable
0: That's so cute I really did get best
1: of both worlds Because I have two much older half siblings Um, Mm. My oldest brother is 48 Or he'll be 48 on the 9th of May And my other brother is 46 Mm. And I'm 31 So that's like pretty big gap Um, There's really adorable pictures of them with their full on 80s, like Iron Maiden hair, like holding me as a tiny baby. And I really want to recreate those photos. I think that would be great. Um, But yeah, so I didn't have to grow up with them. But my parents were so obsessed with making sure that I wasn't selfish. Like, that was such a really big, like, hammer. Like, you're going to be selfish. So we have to figure out how to make you not selfish. And so they made it me, like, pathologically the other way. So now I'm too generous, and people get freaked out by it because they're like, please stop. Trying to pay for things. It's weird. I would never say no to that. (laughs) Well, I took you on a hot date to the keg, so.
0: So good. It was really fun. And then it all works out. It's all fine. Yeah, but, yeah, so, I don't know. The the whole thing, I like your, that it's just hogwash about people just having multiple children. I do love that you said hogwash, to be quite honest. Um, Thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, when I think about my future and wanting children and stuff like that, I kind of want to... But I don't, I don't really know why. <laughs> it our, just seems like it would yeah. be nice. I don't know.
2: <laughs> our uh, our plan is have one. See how it goes. Yeah. And like, it's if it, and yeah. a really
0: solid plan. If yeah. it
2: is just one, then, you know, more resources for the one kid.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, uh, I want to be able to promise it to end our child through uh, university and mm-hmm. not rescind on that right before they go in. Yeah. And then make them take out student loans because it builds character. <laughs> uh, this sounds yeah.
0: oddly personal. <laughs> Doesn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't want to tell my child to not save their money all through their teens because I'm going to pay for their university and then I'll do it. Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, I just think Isn't that... Isn't
0: it fun to try to be better? <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. Yeah.
2: And you know, two on one. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. the math is already there. Oh, it's so yeah.
1: good. Like I've ne- if, I don't think we will have a child, my wife and I, but uh, we think about it sometimes. And if we did, we'd only have one because she's one of five. Yeah. And she loves her big family. But she's like, yeah, we had one bathroom and seven of us, mm-hmm. and I've never had privacy until I was like 24. So, I was like, well, we won't uh, won't be doing that, actually.
2: Yeah, yeah my you know, my mother, single mother, because uh, my dad he uh, got a new family, and so she was just she, real cool dude. Yeah, real righteous fella who looked just like Tony Orlando. Uh, <laughs> That must have been a difficult photo to take then. It was, it was great because he was a lot warmer to me than my actual dad had been for like, oh the last 20 years. So I was like, can I, Can you just adopt me? Like, I look like your kid. Uh, anyway. Just put uh, a yellow
1: bow on, like, please, daddy. Like, yeah,
2: why not? Knock three times. You can call me Candida. Those are yeah. the only three songs we yeah. know. Yeah. That, uh, we should
0: say you met Tony Orlando this uh, weekend.
2: Yeah, I met Tony Orlando that's on Friday all. Just night. To,
0: just to fill in yeah. that gap. <laughs> Otherwise, w- it was kind of out of the blue. At yeah.
2: work. Uh, yeah, I got my photo taken with him. Made him laugh. He's a big fan of Steve, so that's great. Excellent. Um, so he's your new dad. He's my new dad. I'm going to... <laughs> we're going to his house. <laughs> we managed to save it through the telethon. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, My mom's
1: going to be losing it at
2: this. She's <laughs> going to love this section. Such a great, great guy.
0: <laughs> we we had a big laugh because there's posters for Torneo Orlando at the Italian bakery near here. And it says, like, tickets here or just call Federico on his cell phone.
2: I met Federico. Freder- totally. <laughs> He's a good fella.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool guy. He's got a supper club. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to go dancing there. I have done that and it's... a Goddamn delight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So your bad dad got a new family.
3: (laughs)
2: Yeah, and so it was just my mom and my brother and I. And uh, my aunt was, uh, uh, she's uh, from Ecuador, and she lived with us for a number of years when I was young Mm -hmm. uh, to help with the babysitting and the raising and everything. So she's like, you know, backup mom, awesome. But uh, she moved back to Ecuador when I was like 12, so it was just, you know, the three of us for most of my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, she did her best. She did a great job. But at the same time, it's like my older brother had sort of free range, and it's like maybe, uh, maybe we could add a bit more focus. some more boundaries, yeah, exactly. and some <laughs>
0: more stuff might have been helpful. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, you know, I'm gonna try to work on that. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's something I'm gonna try to work on. I'm not posting a photo for siblings day.
0: No, you're you're, but you and
1: your wife are like such a tight unit. Like, just really, really like Hit. in it to win it unit. Well, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> made it weird.
2: I may uh, I met this couple when I worked at Starbucks. They had been married for, like, 30 years or something. And they lovely people. Like, she was a hairdresser. He was a night watchman. They would meet. Could
1: I make it any more obvious? <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> he was into punk. She did ballet. <laughs> uh, what more can I say? <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> At Starbucks.
2: I, uh, I asked him, I was like, you know, like, what's, what's the secret? Like, you've been married uh, for so long. Like, what, what do you do? And he's like, well, here's the thing. Uh, I like her a lot. So I'm nice to her. And I was like... Pretty good. And I was just sort of staring at him how simple it was. Like, I like doing nice things for her because...
1: I like her. I like her. Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, you, you see a lot of couples, and this is on television quite a bit, mm. where it's like, the long-suffering wife, the buffoon of a husband, they pretty much hate each other, but then at the end of every episode, it's like, but I love you, and then, but you saw nothing to show that the entire episode, I'm looking at you, modern family and so looking
1: at any tv yeah. program basically yeah. except maybe bob's burgers where yeah. they actually seem to really love each other mm-hmm. they do
2: and like they're in it they're on the team like they're trying yeah. to raise their kids but so like it's that's something i've really taken to heart and it's uh something i've noticed that i was already doing mm-hmm. but i'm trying i try to do it as much as i can
3: yeah and
2: like sometimes i forget and i try to do it even more you know mm-hmm. it's like that's
1: it's
3: helpful. just
2: something you want to do yeah and so uh you know, like uh, Paul F. Tompkins, he's, uh, he's very... Wish
1: po- he was a friend of the podcast. We love
2: Paul. He's, he's great. Love Paul so much. Uh, he's, he's the one, he's probably the reason why uh, the Gap Mannequin Project, my other internet fame thing, <laughs> why that was popular is because I shared it. There's a blog where I was standing next to Gap Mannequins wearing Gap clothes.
1: The like Gap Mannequin Project.
2: Yeah, wearing the same thing as the mannequin. And it went viral all over the world. I was. It on, was like,
0: really good. It was, <laughs> it,
2: it, it was fun. It was a wild like six months. I was on morning shows in Australia. I was on like the Today Show. Like uh, wow. I met, talked to AJ Hammer on Headline News and stuff. <laughs>
1: that like, can't be his real.
2: Article, artic, yeah, I don't know. Like articles in <laughs> languages like in, like Russian, Japanese. Uh, That's German. Amazing. It was crazy. Um, but I put my blog up, and then Dave Shumka shared it, and then Tompkins saw it off Shumka, and Tompkins shared it, and then it got onto all of the mm-hmm. blogs, and then it went nuts. Mm-hmm. But since then, He's a
1: sartorial fellow as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But since then, Tompkins started is like follows Lauren and I on Instagram. Wow, so,
1: oh, that's so nice.
2: And he, I've heard him say it in podcasts before that he likes seeing happy relationships depicted in media because you don't see that very often. Like, mm-hmm. I it, mm-hmm. just feel like. It's lazy writing that they don't see that it's a good... It is it is good fodder for yeah. good comedy. Yeah. To show, like, these two people are, like, on the same page.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Because um, they think that...
2: Conflict. Conflict. Is, yeah. And
0: it's, like, that's a shortcut. Like, you can generate... Conflict doesn't have to be the two of you against each other. It yeah. just has to be stuff that's
1: happening to you that you are trying to, like, mm-hmm. surmount together. It can and be the th-
2: two of you against everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: really... Well, I mean, that's, that's very combative, but it is kind of yeah. like that. And I, like... I really like my wife, like, I really like hanging out with her, she's fun, like, we've been together for almost eight years, and she doesn't bore me, like, and I want her to be happy all the time, Mm -hmm. and I want to take care of her, and that kind of stuff, so, like, I don't understand that kind of humor, like, in a modern family, or, like, uh, even a Simpsons, Like,
2: Malcolm in the Middle,
1: yeah, I mean, those two just desperately needed each other, because their family was so ridiculous, but yeah, no, totally, like, that whole, like,
0: King of Queens, and whatnot, it just doesn't resonate with me at Mm -hmm. all. 'Cause I would just immediately be like, Oh, okay, we're not in a relationship anymore. Like if it's if I got to the point where I didn't like my partner. (laughs) Seriously. Like it kind of it sets up a kind of shitty role model for folks, like if you don't really If that's what you see. Yeah. And like, then it's like, oh, we're just long suffering together, and to it's like, like you know that you can leave any relationship at any time. Oh well, yeah,
2: I don't get like, like you all just all those, totally can do that. All those guys being like, oh, I'm trying to get away from the wife, going on the boys' weekend, I'm gonna go play some golf. I'm like, you sound so boring. So if boring. If your life's, if the highest point in your life is getting away from it, something's mm-hmm. wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. It's I really like spending time away from my partner. Mm-hmm. Because I really like spending time with my friends. Yeah. Doing things that he doesn't necessarily like that much. So that's a difference of like... Yeah. But I would never be like, oh, we're doing this to like, yeah, get away from him or da-da-da. No. It's just like, I want to do this other fun thing that you don't find fun, so we're going to do our separate things and then we'll come back and talk about it and it will be great. Yeah. You know, that's... Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, that kind of escapist and like the whole man cave thing where it's like, I got to go hide in my hidey hole because I got to get away from like the woman's, you know, it's just like so boring. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> like, if that's, if that's what you see people. as being normal and then it's like,
1: oh yeah, you know, you're supposed to not like you're supposed to, like, it's supposed to be this thing where you're like, then like, how do you ever learn to deal with conflict? Like, how do you ever actually be happy in a relationship? And mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine that it's very easy. And like, um It must well, be
2: horrible to, to grow up in a family like that where your parents are just, not getting along, and but they like,
1: won't break up. Like, yeah, because mm-hmm.
2: I just didn't have parents. I had parent because parent, yeah. because they didn't get along. Uh Yeah,
0: that's but, same with me. Where it's just like, okay, yeah, no, this is unworkable. So we're leaving, and it's like that was a good choice. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted them to stay together. Well, like, yeah,
1: my my sweetie started a new job recently, and it's just like a bit of a different corporate culture. And they were out having lunch, I guess, and it's this the guys that. She works with just started in on like oh I'm a bag of a wife you know I gotta get a like it was just exactly like you were talking about and she Ugh. was just like I don't know if I can work for this company because it's like they, oh and they would be like oh well you know what's what's your deal like well I like my wife she's great we have lots of fun like I support her she supports me kind of thing they're like that's weird <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and my parents are together like my parents have been together for thirty five years shoutouts um, shoutouts mm-hmm. to Brennan and John um, <laughs> they're all right. <laughs> they're pretty cool, But they, they have like a kind of combo thing Where they just, they, they had a lot of conflict and During the 90s, like when I was 10, 15, whatever They kind of hated each other for a while But they just didn't have time to break up They were too busy Like they were like working 60 hour work weeks And yeah. just like worked it for the same company So it was just like Ugh, that's ah, Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you But just kind of got through it And now they're like best of friends You know, they still kind of have the, the typical like Oh, your mom's going out to get her you know, she's going out with her girls, and they're doing their girls' golf, and, blah, and I'm going with my dudes and going to play hockey, whatever. Um, but they'll go get pedicures together and stuff. and they Oh, just, my like,
0: God, that's they, so cute. But they, like,
1: <laughs> they drive, they go on these golf trips together, and they, like, drive their minivan down, and they, like, apparently they've been listening to the podcast Aww. on the trip. And it's just, like, yeah, they're in this place now where they really like each other, and as much as they still do fight, because they're both total, like, control it not controlling but like they both like to be in charge like Mm -hmm. they're very alpha people Mm -hmm. I'm super beta like as a result (laughs) like I'm very I'm very much just go with them or whatever and to watch them kind of go head to head is really interesting but it kind of taught me how to fight better Mm -hmm. because they get through their conflicts fine but I didn't like the conflict so now I figured out how to be like okay you're mad let's see how we can de-escalate that kind of stuff so my conflict resolution skills are really good as a result I think.
2: Let's attack the problem and not the person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> That's, two spit takes in one episode. Well, I guess he's a comedian. Yeah, you're very funny. I, I like this. My mom's teacher. <laughs> Learned a couple things. That's awesome. Hands
2: are not for hitting you guys. Okay. That's also
0: a um, teacher. Arms there. are for hugging. I just, uh, I don't know how you're doing. What if you have to run off and get veggie burgers? Uh, we got it. ten Soonish. minutes left, I think, or so. Um, one thing that I kind of wanted to wrap up on, though, so it's like, you're having a kid, I've got a lot of friends of mine that have children now, and I was thinking about, like, how I'm kind of jealous a little bit about, like, I wish that, you know, my friend Mark would have been my dad, you know? I'm kind of jealous of his kid being like, oh, this would have been so cool, you know? Mm-hmm. But then thinking about all of us being parents now and learning from our shitty, you
3: know... Your, your situations? Or, like, our parents that yeah. were
0: doing the best that they could with the resources that they had, but were, you know, could... Mm-hmm. You know, it was hard in some ways, like, and to, to sort of do better and, and look forward to, like, yeah, improving something with the next generation. Are you excited about that? Oh, yeah, like... That? I'm Is that something that you think about?
2: I do. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think about how I'm going to try to teach uh, teach from our mistakes and from what we've learned and try not to be the type of parents that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, for everything that I've said, my mother, she did a great job. Oh, yeah. She did,
3: uh...
1: Well, she's, it's not her fault that your brother's a jerk yeah, yeah it's debatable <laughs> <laughs> that's what your face just said
2: uh but yeah like there are values that i learned there that i'm really gonna take forward uh as being a parent but also like i didn't have a dad so i have no idea how it works mm-hmm. and i'm trying to figure i'm gonna figure it out as i go but as far as i can tell it's just about you know putting the kid first trying to make sure that they're happy and uh just make sure that they learn that uh, we're all in this together Mm -hmm. and just try to try to be mellow, try to be cool about everything. Hmm. And um, we, my niece, she, uh, her mom and her stepdad, they were like really turned on, you know, righteous people. And she's turned into this like rattle 13 year old. And if our kid can be as great as her, Sydney, if you're listening, you're awesome. Like I'll be super stoked. And, I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, that they have a happy life, mm-hmm. like support whatever they want to do.
3: Yeah. Unless,
2: nice. uh, you know, it's uh, professional football. and I'm going to say, hey, don't knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> just
3: stop that. Stop <laughs>
1: that
2: nonsense. Oh, man. At work, I was like, I'll be happy if my kid likes anything except sports. <laughs> and because like a lot of guys, like I work with a couple of dudes and they're all, they're into all of the sports. Every sport. It's amazing how they can do this. Like, they will flip the TVs to different channels, and be like, oh, yeah, what's going on? Let's talk about like, different players. And, like, I, this is like. We listen to like
0: 30 podcasts. Yeah. So. And, like, so.
2: This is like listening to someone speak Klingon all of a sudden. which I could probably pick up a that. couple of words. I'd be uh, fine with
0: that. Did you know that at Katie's wedding,
1: there's a whole speech in Klingon?
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I could send you a
1: link to it if you'd like to Did send you me? end so by
2: good. saying kerpla.
1: K- oh, there's definitely kerpla. Yeah. yeah. Not kerpla. Kerpla.
2: Pardon my accent. God. Pardon my accent.
1: You're wearing a Star Trek shirt right now. You should know better, Steve. (laughs) They didn't
2: speak Klingon in the first, uh, in the original series. No, they just
1: put people in brown face
2: (laughs) and lame. It was a lot of Hispanic-looking fellas. (laughs) It was like, why do the Klingons look like that? I love how they retconned the fact that Klingons look different because of a super soldier virus or something. Yep. Anyway.
1: I love um, that, too. (laughs) I could go into that, but let's not make that podcast about that. Yeah.
2: but, uh, yeah, when I said, like, <laughs> sports, no thanks. They were like, why would you say that? It teaches you, like, teamwork. And, like, and they were trying to tell me the values of sports. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm going to be supportive anyway. But then I looked over at somebody I was like, no, not sports. <laughs> not
0: sports. Yeah.
2: It's fine. Yeah. Do, do whatever you like.
0: My parents care. are athletic but and th- I <laughs> was a <laughs> disappointment. The, the head injury thing is a real concern. I would also not want my kids to be in this.
2: Oh, yeah. If my kid's going to get into any though. sport... Pro wrestling. That's the only one that I'd be super stoked on. Like, I'd be like, okay, because that combines two things I love. Theater and homemade signs. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't think of a second thing. Uh, (laughs)
3: Lycra?
2: Lycra. k fab? Lauren could make the costumes. It'd be so great. Oh, my God. Baby
1: wrestling. Can, Can we just, like... I'm like inserting myself. Into like, can we just dress your baby as like different wrestlers from the '80s, like for the first year of its life, like, like the Macho Woman. Man Randy Baby.
2: Oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> Macho I'm Man just,
1: Baby Savage. Macho Man Baby Savage, just like fringes everywhere. Like, ooh yeah. There's <laughs> a plane going by overhead, and I'm not on it.
2: Ultimate Baby Warrior.
1: Ultimate Baby Warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what uh, other baby wrestlers could we get? Uh,
2: Andre the Baby Giant. Doink,
1: Doink, <laughs> Dink the Clown. I guess <laughs> it was Doink. Doink. Yeah. Well, but, it didn't, wasn't Dink. The Dink was dwarf, one of the person with tactics, dwarfism yeah. that was uh, part of the uh, pageantry.
2: His little person sidekick Yes Mm. Uh, We're probably going to do that Because uh, Lauren likes wrestling as much as I do I'm so glad to hear that Uh, We went to WWE when they were in town I was just at an ECCW match last night It was so great uh, I love wrestling. It's I feel like wrestling like, is phenomenal. I feel
0: like you're gonna corner this like baby social media phenomenon. So you're gonna have the wrestling photo series and the babies and pugs like.
2: Oh, maybe so they, they could be like tag team shit. partners. <gasps> <gasps> like,
1: oh my god, dress your baby and the two dogs as New Day.
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: oh, it's a great idea. Tiny <laughs> trombone for the baby.
2: <laughs> so I would love that. So great. Winston could be Biggie Langston. Oh. Well, Perfect. Uh, Zelda- Who's gonna be
1: Is Z- Zelda's gonna be Xavier Woods?
2: Zelda would be I think Zelda would be Kobe Kingston. Okay. And Baby would be Xavier Woods. Perfect. Because G- I could give Baby the tiny uh Francine Trombok.
1: Put it like a little like uh, a a mortarboard on because Xavier Woods has a PhD. Real life.
2: He's an actual He's, a,
1: he's a real
0: doctor. I'm just smiling politely at all of you. No I have no idea. This is how I feel when you talk
1: about Hamilton. Oh yeah, fair enough.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. So good.
1: <laughs> Hamilton, the best. <laughs> Oh, what if we combine Hamilton and wrestling, guys? No.
2: I want to. Okay. I, I hope that uh, my baby's first words are the entire <laughs> riff from uh, Guns and Ships, like Lafayette. Yes. Just like spitting really fast, that'd be awesome. That would be
1: really <laughs> impressive. If that was your baby's first word. <laughs> my baby's first words. Oh. Your wait, baby's wait. not thrown away that bottle. Uh, <laughs> no, no. 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 Good. Sorry. It's the only song I know. <laughs> Wow, thank you. I've, it's pretty good. Thanks so much. You so, <laughs> so <heavy. laughs>
0: I am divorcing my career. I did not yes and you at all. <laughs> you stonewalled
1: <laughs> I me is totally, what you did. I totally... Uh, I'm going to get you back for that one day when you least expect
0: okay, it. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to your sweet sweet revenge. Well, guys, you want to end
1: it on that humiliation of me? Yeah. Sure. Perfect. I love
0: great. you. Love you, too.
1: All right. <laughs> nice
0: to Steve. meet you, Steve. So good for having you. It was
2: great being here. Um, you want to plug your podcast? Yeah, sure. It's the Stephen John Power Hour with Stephen John. It's currently a fortnightly. Uh, we come out every two weeks-ish. Uh, we're trying. <laughs> so John and I, we hang out with comedians and improvisers from uh, around Vancouver. It's uh, a lot of fun. So, you know, check that out. We have a big back catalog. Uh, find someone's name you recognize. Listen to that episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right on. And that's just on all the usual suspects places, the iTunes and the...
2: Yeah, iTunes. we got a Facebook page. Cool. Uh Follow me on Twitter, Steve underscore Venegas. I got my own entertainer Facebook page, Facebook.com slash more.